Auto Beta 2022 episode something. <laughs> I was going to be very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> like 111th or 12th or something like that. Something like that. Cool. Hey, Matt. Hey. You, how's it going, man? Are you, are you ready to do this? I am. I'm riding a local high on startup roller coaster number two so i'm wow i as i told you before we started recording i, I was going to save all that excitement for the for the recording so that i didn't just share a bunch of stuff get tired and then be like okay let's record a podcast <laughs> i'm the opposite <laughs> let's talk about okay. you <laughs> well if if we collide then we create like this neutral lukewarm average vibe. Yeah, which is going to be very good radio. Let's let's yeah. make sure we don't do that. <laughs> so, I think I did that last time as well. Just send the stage. Okay. I'm recording from my bathroom on on mobile phone Wi-Fi. My laptop is in a cardboard box on top of the the washer and the dryer. <laughs> but I think it's the least echoey room in this all empty apartment that we're moving out <laughs> of or that we did the move out just, of on Saturday. Sounded like a prison cell the way you described it. <laughs> <laughs> They've confiscated my laptop. I'm in an empty room. There's a wristband. I don't know what it is. So it was there when orange. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you could record a podcast from jail. Has anybody ever searched it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can. Maybe you can. I know people are starting businesses from there, so it's probably yeah. can't. I have to think, but oh, so it's good. Yeah, man, we have like forty minutes before we we got another thing. Uh, mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. the private version of this, <laughs> the mastermind. Yeah. The so mastermind. Um, I don't know. I'm, I I I need to get get the gears working. It's been so long since we recorded a podcast, and I haven't even worked much lately because. Uh, as I mentioned, we've been moving and not just moving, like I've completely like refurbished the new place and mm. done a lot of, a lot of home improvement work over the breaks in the past one and a half months. So yeah, man, I, I've been really impressed stuff. with pictures. You yeah. do good work. Well, I haven't seen it in real life. <laughs> well, okay. yeah. are you, are you Photoshopping your pictures? After? <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh, AR no it's I mean I think it's turned out pretty good I'm I'm proud mm -hmm. with the work and it's uh it's kind of like uh it's just what you have to do when you don't have a lot of money and you're trying to extend your runway by moving out of your expensive rental apartment in the big city that you moved into after escaping <laughs> Scotland mm -hmm. and the pandemic and you were on a local high because you just took a little bit of funding from like one of the largest VC firms in the world. And you're like, this is going to go yeah. great. And that's like one and a half startups ago. And now yeah. you <laughs> two weeks later, you're like, we're pivoting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, uh, so we're pivoting on the housing front as well. And um, I've talked about this in a previous episode, but now it's actually happening and uh, it's nice that it's happening. It's like, it's uh it's 
what I don't even know what the word is, but it's like everything is kind of feels like it's falling into place slowly. And mm -hmm. it's been very exhausting. But there's just like little bits of like fractions of my brain that are starting to free up to think about the business again. And I've had like yeah. a few work sessions from uh, the new coffee shop in the new town uh, in the past few days. It's been really nice. And yeah, yeah, we have the podcast today and the mastermind later. And then, you know, I think I'm I'm back in the groove. I'm excited. That's awesome. This is That's my, like this is like this week is my new year. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, I had a similar start to the year where I had a bunch of because we got our first our new home last year, uh, moved in. But there's a whole bunch of things you have to wait until like the year after you buy your place rolls around in order to do so paying your property taxes, firing a homestead exemption, um, like a uh, bunch of home related stuff. Anyway, that was like all weighing on me in the back of my mind until the first week of this month. And then I just used like the first couple of days after the kids went back to school, but before I started like working full time again, just to knock all those things out. And I feel so much better <laughs> like to not have these because, you know, you dread government related things with deadlines or just big life related things with, with postmark dates on them are so stressful. So you just want to feel settled, right? Which sounds like you are. Yeah. And then it's tax season. So there's other fun things too. Yeah, I'm I'm anxious and excited to do that. I will say that here, at least uh, on my side, didn't change the structure of my company in 2021. And I got a W-2 the entire year. So I'm really hoping it's super straightforward this year and I can just give one number to the, to the government and just do it in like an afternoon. But we'll see. Yeah. I'm doing Denmark and then the business is doing US and then I'm 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 still I still have stuff to do in in the UK that they're mm. bugging me with so um there's three three countries that want me to pay tax this year and no thanks had I'm a sorry. good conversation with the UK and <laughs> and we agreed that it's actually they they finally agreed that it's actually a tax credit that I have so mm. the <laughs> If I want to do the paperwork and mail it to the UK, I can get like 89 pounds back. So uh, we'll see if that's going to make I would, sense. Yeah, I, I would struggle <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's hard. That's like... Uh, Might keep it as paper money. I know. That's. What, <laughs> I'll that's keep like, it in my Excel sheet. <laughs> yeah, that's like the Minecraft subscription. So during COVID uh, or during the lockdown here, the kids signed up for like a minecraft subscription like a premium one for them, them to all use which i thought was really cool so the kids are all playing minecraft together but it was like 7.99 a month and i just canceled it but you know they haven't used it in months and months but like seven dollars and 99 cents in order to set it i have to figure out like which kid signed up reset their password find the scrolls i was like and so every 30 days i would just get this bill for seven dollars and 99 cents and i'm like i don't know if i can prioritize this like no i'm always like <laughs> You know, I'm, this I'm is just part of my. This is part of the. Yeah, exactly. It's part of the budget. It made there. it in there. Yeah, it made it yeah. through the walls. So. so hard because it's so so tidy. But we finally did it. So, yeah, man. Well, congrats on the fresh slate, clean slate, and it's a quality of life improvement. I did the downsize because bootstrapper lifestyle thing a couple times as like a small family, but from the pictures you sent. You guys are doing more than just, you know, if you got a smaller 
worser place in Copenhagen, that'd be one thing. But like you are getting a really nice lifestyle. No, it's awesome. Yeah. We, uh, so our son, like one of the benefits is we can afford. And I'm like, (laughs) it's kind of taboo to like talk about what you can afford and what you can't afford. Sure, sure. But like we can, we couldn't afford daycare in Copenhagen because literally all our money was sunk into a rent. And owning this place costs us like a quarter or something like of the rent we paid here Mm. in Copenhagen. Wow. Owning the place. And I've like put a ton of work into (laughs) it. So it's already worth more money yeah also like we haven't even paid for it because we negotiated like three or four months of basically the date that we technically are going to take own the place but we have Mm -hmm. access to it from day one so we can move in yeah it's just like it's everything here is just set up you need to own the place don't rent you're gonna they're gonna steal your money but yeah so like the new place we can afford daycare and you don't have to get on a wait list for two years to get daycare (laughs) Mm. So we went to visit the place that my son is going to attend in a few months today. And it's like just a walk there. It is is through it's like a little, little forest. And like we saw a, wood, <laughs> a woodpecker there. It's like, it's idyllic. Like, that's something you would like go to the forest to like hope to see to, something like that. And it's just, yeah, there. Well, that's great, man. You're your yeah. Son. So I'm really excited. It's going to be a big life upgrade. And uh, yeah. And but he's going to need to grow like, up with that being like his earliest memories are going to be right. those, which is really neat too. Right. Yeah. And also like what's going on inside your brain that you're just like so exhausted from the move and you've been, you've put so much work into it and you're like, I kind of want to go look on the kind of like the Zillow of Denmark just to see, you know, if there's something yeah. interesting. <laughs> <You're> like, I, <laughs> I feel like i have to wait like another month or something before i do it yeah you're not allowed but like to i know it's there it's like one click in the browser and like i can look at, at houses again <laughs> yeah well i th- it's funny because maybe it's just because i feel I, I i feel secure like i have that emotional security about it yeah but i go on zillow and redfin way more now that i've bought a house yeah now that I'm out of the market, I go on there way more than I did before because it's like, oh, how's the neighborhood doing? How's the house doing? Um, funny enough, our house disappeared off of Redfin. We like all the other houses in the street are, except for like two or like me and my friends are gone. But uh, so I don't know what's up with that. But we go, uh, but we go on there. Um, it's just fun. <laughs> it's like, why am I doing this? It's like, well, I I know how to do this now. I know how to buy a house. So you know, maybe. Maybe you'll do this I'm again. I'm so one day. sucked into it, and like, <laughs> oh, then the neighbor, the neighbor went for sale, and it's like way smaller than our place, but it's the same price. So like, prices must be like, oh, mm, oh, that's mm, interesting mm, already. Yeah. <laughs> You're rubbing your hands together. Yeah. <laughs> well, congrats. Yeah. Man. Anyways, so uh, so new year, new me, new yeah. uh, goals, and how? Uh, what's you? I know there's a lot of new stuff going on with you and your business. Mm. So uh, let's, you want to start? Yeah. What was the thing that we, what was the thing you promised to interrogate me about if we recorded a podcast or you said, yeah, we should record a podcast. (laughs) I don't remember. It was one of these product updates that I posted. I I think I mentioned that we used Summit the other day for planning the year. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So that's more of a story. It was a good thing. thing. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good thing. Um, Yeah. So we, we, we announced that um, just to confuse everybody, Peter, whose name is spelled differently, P-I-E-T-E-R, uh, but just to confuse everyone, Peter has joined the team. 
Um, and Peter uh, Belk, who was at Bear Metrics previously, as well as some other startups, uh, has joined the Summit team full-time, which is really exciting. I'm clapping. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Peter, if you're listening, I'm just blown away. So um, everyone should know that he is, is amazing. Um, I allotted Killer in my planning. High. Yeah, I, I allotted in my planning. It was really neat. I should share how it happened before I get into the what's happening. We shared some DMs in 20... Whoa, years are weird now, right? So we shared some DMs in 2021. I think we might have chatted over Twitter very briefly, like one message in 2020. But then like fast forward to 2021, July or so, a lot of the working in public and launch of Summit V3 around that time, uh, Peter reached out to me and just said, hey, this is really neat. I love what you're doing. Um, and then we was like, oh, thanks. And we talked a little bit. And he was helping out maybe uh, Josh Pickford's um, startup. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm always scanning for, for developer talent. But I'm like, but he's busy. Uh, he's working elsewhere. And then I found out he wasn't at maybe anymore. He was working uh, for a, a different startup. And so we just started trading DMs. And he happened to say, like, yeah, I love what you're doing. If you're ever looking for a dev that, you know, with this attention to detail or, or whatever, like, let me know. And at the time, we weren't because I wasn't sure if the V3 was going to work. Then V3 worked. And we had the resources and runway. So we started talking in earnest in November, late November, something like that. And then uh, didn't share it until early January. But his first day was January 3rd. And I had, to the present, I allotted this ramp up period in my mind of like, okay, you know, these are the tickets. I'm like coming out of hibernation. I'm like, okay, these are the tickets. He's probably going to work in linear the first month, first first couple cycles. Let me like make sure he has something to look at the first day. <laughs> I like, he starts earlier, you know, seven hours ahead. It's so like by the time I got to like my half day of work, like the kids had gone back to or hadn't been back in school yet, but it was January 3rd. I like checked my messages. It's like, yeah, I, I grabbed this one off the off the list because I figured it would be a good one to start with. It's closed. I'm working on this one now. I think I'll have it done by the end of the day. And then I took the look and I'm like, wait, what? Like you're, you're already like, what do you mean? Like environment set up, fixing bugs and shipping little tweaks, you know, already on day one. I'm like, okay, like, this is cool. <laughs> and just, just been, it's been phenomenal ever since. So um, we had last, last week he worked three days uh, and we worked together as a team three days. And I mean, December's December. Don't get me wrong. It's usually a wash because of the holidays and everything, but we probably shipped about as much product and improvements and fixes in those three days as we did like the first two weeks of December. Um, because Giles is part-time and I couldn't work on this stuff. So it the velocity is the word I'm looking for is just ramped up. I mean it, it's not a it's not a one X or two X change. It's a five X, ten X velocity improvement. Ten X developer. That's what we were trying to say. Uh yeah. <laughs> uh we are ten X with him. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and it's very exciting. So uh we we're we're moving. So we we've what do we do? Last week we launched the change where we're no longer farming simulation runs out to these worker servers or dynos that we had on Heroku. Um so we were doing it asynchronously because the things so 
things used to take, let's say, 12 seconds to run. Well, I got them down to like one and a half seconds on average for some of these models. Well, once you're in one and a half seconds, you're like, okay, this could be synchronous. So we started playing with that idea. Well, then I figured out a way to do another like uh, 70% speed up on the modeling. So now instead of taking like one and a half seconds, it's taking 400 milliseconds, 300 milliseconds. Well, now it's like, wait a minute, now we can be just synchronous, right? So, so now we have synchronous modeling. So it just hits the server, comes back one trip. And those things are running in like, I, I actually track the model run times of every time the simulation runs in the back end. And the median or the average um, are way, way down. It's like the table at the bottom of the tool gets filled out with numbers as fast as you can like write your cell at the top on the canvas. And I think it just changes the flow of the product. Like the flow state is different now. So that was just last week. <laughs> and I'm riding high because it let us remove some things from our stack. It let us actually downgrade the worker servers. I upgraded the web server a little bit, but the other thing we did and we finished on Monday was we moved off of Heroku and onto a tool called Porter, porter.run. And Porter is a pass platform as a service, basically a beautiful UI UX and helpful team wrapped around AWS. So the Kubernetes based you know, deployments. Um, it's all laid out for you using their UI UX. And basically, I don't have to use the AWS console, any of that. I just deploy, integrate with GitHub and everything, set up all my environments with them. And we can use our AWS credits because it's a direct billing now through AWS. So we've had, what I was hoping for in December has come to fruition, albeit a couple of weeks into January, which is we've now upgraded our stack you know, our environment or cloud to something that's lightning fast and a lot more scalable than the previous version. And that just makes me eager to build product because now I can just say, sure, you know, like the scaling yeah. is going to work because you know, it's, it's cost effective and it's fast. So I'm extremely, that's the local high part of it is just, you know, that's not something customers... Awesome. Yeah, you could just move to a new environment and customers are like, oh, good for you, I guess. I hope that's good for me. But because we were able to couple it with these customer-facing benefits, it just felt really good to accomplish. So. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. store becomes, we updated our infrastructure and also simulations are now running like 40 you know, times 50 faster. 50 times faster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and... That's like, okay. They that's did really a smart cool. thing. Great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks for spending time on that. Um, yeah. And we want to start marketing the API more. So those things running more scalably is key to that happening um, or to that being successful. So all that foundation work being out of the way sets us up really well. And yeah, the um, current feature that we're working on, I'll wrap up with this is uh, the forms view of an event. So rather than looking at a box of summit event language, if you want to, you can tag the values in that cell expression and then toggle on this forms view and ta-da, it turns your event into basically a form that has you know a label and a field or a label and an input field for the values. So clever. I love it. I saw the screenshots on Twitter. Well, yeah, and I, I hopefully... 
like I know that you are more proficient with sell than like our new users, but hopefully even for you, like if you're sharing it with somebody else, like a Bjorn or somebody, you can use that to then they can see like just a clear labeling. Right. Instead of some gibberish and then like, oh, I guess that number in there is, you know, the fundraise that we're planning on doing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually like that when I, when I think about um, the meeting I had with Bjorn where we used summit, I had, I had like some notes for the meeting that I asked him to read before the meeting. So we had something to talk from, Mm -hmm. but it would have been pretty darn cool if I had shared a summit board with him and been like, Hey, try to tweak, like try to change like these three boxes and just see for yourself, like just see for yourself, like what conclusion you're going to draw when you try to play around with those numbers. So I won't have to convince you like you'll, you'll, when Mm. we meet, you know, you've tried like what happens if we 10 X signups or if we half the yeah. churn or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And just essentially, you know, from a programmer's perspective, it's pulling all those things out into arguments or you could say, right. I wouldn't really say constants, but things, you know, they can just come in and say like, Oh yeah, if I change the 5% to a two and a half percent, I don't have to know how to use summit. I just have to change the value. So, um, yeah, it makes it makes you kind of a mini app developer when you're building these yeah. models. It's like when you were learning H- HTML and you then learned PHP and you then learned that you could like have yeah. dynamic <laughs> fields yeah. and variables and query params and stuff like that. Yes, exactly. It's uh you're turning it into that and and you know, people do this in spreadsheets where they basically take a value and they pull it out into a separate tab and then you're supposed to just change that value but we can give users a lot more control over you know only the values you tag can be editable right or can be changed right. so you actually as the modeler get to control what the user sees and what they get to modify so that you know if there's certain things you either don't want them to see or modify they can't so um so that's i think that's a pretty big breakthrough in terms of adoption because the other thing it lets us do is let's say Bjorn or anybody else sees the form version, if they can understand that that's a, a checking account and they can understand that's the balance, then when they turn off the forms view and they kind of peel back the co- you know the cover and they see the rest of the code, can kind of, by association, teach them you know what kinds of events you would use to represent certain things. And right. that association game can help them yeah, learn Summit. So yeah, man, how, what are you, uh, I know you, Kobe. you got the move. It's exciting, but what's up with reform, man? What's up with reform? I, uh, well, <laughs> so the, there's good news <laughs> and bad news, I guess, but, um, the good news is I, um, I just got an email yesterday that we were, uh, as semifinal semi-finalists in the golden kitty awards and product hunt in the no code category so that was kind of cool <laughs> there's like i don't know 20 apps listed or something like that oh, that's I did, awesome i didn't count yeah and reform is one of them so yay um if you're listening to this you should go to you should just search for like product hunt golden kitty awards or go to my twitter it's a pinned tweet like as soon as you hear this, because the voting is going to close soon. 
And this feels like a chance to like do a product hunt version two mm. launch mm-hmm. um, that kind of just like came out of nowhere. I didn't nominate ourselves or, you know, <laughs> submit reform or ask people to nominate us or anything like that. But I just mm-hmm. got the email that we were there and it's pretty exciting. So it's I good. would love to get some votes for it. It would, it would be pretty cool to have like a an award. <laughs> for That's it. right. Yeah, I wonder. You should get an actual golden kitty. You too. do. Oh, well, probably not golden. Yes. But yeah. uh, gold. You get like some three D printed stuff in a t shirt. <laughs> hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, um, whatever. I will promise to put a, a link in the show notes that people can tap if they're listening to this to just get to the voting screen. How about that? Nice. I appreciate yep. that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the good news, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, well, the bad news is we've sort of hit a plateau. The good news is it kind of makes sense to me. Like, it, it's not like I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, what's happening? Like, because people are signing up like they have, you know, uh, for months now and are, are using the product and are happy, uh, happy users and happy customers. But when I put the num- the current numbers into my little summit model, which is what yeah. I was doing the other day, it 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 says like if the, if there is like a some sort of you should have like a when you run the simulation it should come be like a big like pop up like you hit the plateau you you found the <laughs> you found the you the found the high or something yeah. yeah 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 so and it's it's quite a bit lower than I thought it would be when we hit it it's the famous mm. you know churned versus you know signups and what your pricing point is and and those different variables so um yeah so when when i put the numbers into summit like it it draws the same conclusion that where we are is where we're going to be for a very long time unless we Mm. actually change something so i mean it's a good place to think about what needs to change Mm-hmm. And and what I did in Summit, Summit specifically was that I, I created a like baseline forecast just with how the numbers are right now. Mm-hmm. And the way I knew that it was correct was that it got it basically got the same numbers when uh, as I'm seeing in in the in real life. Oh, cool. Um. So, right. and then what I did is like, okay, so there's all of these different checkpoints through this funnel or, you know, stages of this funnel, because it's, Mm -hmm. it is a funnel, right? When you're doing SaaS. Yeah. And what happens if I change all of those? And, and I kind of, I wanted to know for each of them, how impactful they would be. I mean, it's, it's naive to think you could just change one of them without impacting the others. So what I did is, um, I used a duplicate feature and I just duplicated it a bunch of times and just changed only one thing. Mm. And, like some of them were obvious. Like if you double your conversion rate, you're just sure. you're gonna hit the same plateau, but double the amount of revenue. Mm. So right, right, right. Because acquisition hasn't changed. So eventually, sure, it's a larger same number bucket, of people. But yeah. the calculus problem is the leak is the same yeah. size as the in. So yeah, your yeah. bucket stays level, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it and that and that plateau is also isn't high enough for us to be like profitable so it's not really worth just going after that 
That's kind of cool and, to know that that doesn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like knowing that that's not enough is sort of like sad but helpful at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very realistic. It, it it allows you to be like very realistic about goal setting. It's like we could go after this goal, and in isolation, it wouldn't be enough. Mm. Right, diminishing and returns. Then, not like not very surprisingly, like the the only thing that actually is able to change anything is the number of signups, which is directly impacted by the number of visitors to the site. So. Obviously, it becomes a marketing exercise. And then when I talked to Bjorn, like one thing kind of became clear to me was that the conversion rate of people becoming, well, people signing up is kind of like the marketing metric that we're looking at. And uh -huh. then people going from free sign up to starting a trial is now kind of like the product metric we're looking at, at least for the next few months, because that is together with the, you know, getting more people to the site is the most, it's the highest leverage right now when I, at mm -hmm. least like mm -hmm. kind of like how it makes sense to me, because yeah. that percentage, if we can double that, we're going to, everything else is going to be double throughout the funnel. And also right. like, it's gonna, like, if we do well in marketing and we also like manage to double that conversion rate, we like, it, it, it's going to double the results of the marketing stuff as well. Mm -hmm. But let's say like something like churn, for example, like that's way down the funnel. So it's a percentage. So there's a percentage of people who signs up from the, on the website. There's a percentage of those who start a free trial and there's a percentage of those free trials that ends up becoming customers. And then there's a percentage of those customers who churn. <laughs> so yeah. it's like a percentage of a percentage of a percentage. So like changing right. that number is not making a lot of sense right now, or mm -hmm. it's not going to change things enough. So yeah. we kind of picked two spots. It's like the, the mark on the marketing front, we're focusing on just getting more people to the site. And mm -hmm. on the product side, it's getting the, um, getting more people to actually start a trial in the product. Got it. Which, Which is a good uh, product uh, goal to have right now because we're getting a ton of feature requests. So people care about the product and they want to use it, but for mm -hmm. different reasons can't use it. Got it. What What's the... I always forget this because we literally just like take my money, signed up, can convert it the same day or whatever. But like the, the flow again is I can build a form, but I can't publish it until I sign up for a right. trial. Okay. And yeah. you take my credit card number when I do that. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So what you want to do is increase the number of people who publish a form. Right. And okay. the reason the marketing metric isn't signups, but instead it's getting more traffic is because we realize that one of the most obvious ways that we can increase the conversion rate is by letting people use the form builder without signing up. Mm. And I think we talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah, we but did. If, if, <laughs> A lot of people probably sign up just to see the form builder. Right. And they, they shouldn't have to do mm -hmm. that because it's not, mm -hmm. I mean, it's nice to get their email, I guess, but it's not, besides that, it's not super helpful. It's just a barrier. It's a barrier to more people seeing the form builder. Yeah. I, I mean, what if you. But then if products started working on making the form builder publicly available, they might yeah. half the signups 
so then we would have like product the goal like the product's goal might be conflicting with the marketing's goal <laughs> because instantly like we're getting way less sign up so like marketing is like at a disadvantage uh i so i love it when when somebody converts to being paying customer in summit i'm so confident that they were not forced to do that and that they did it yeah. after so much time and consideration with the product that like basically no pressure at all that yeah what does that mean it means your attention is going to be really good um and so but I, I had a thought crazy idea it's worth what you paid for it, as they say but what if you let people publish what if you let people publish a form and they didn't have to do that but so they could go live with it but then in order to actually see the results or like collect the results or, or whatever like then they had to, to like they basically unlocked those with their credit card and then they get to keep it going, right? Yeah. Because now you have something they yeah. want, right? I could see why people Instant. would feel like they were taking hostages. <laughs> well, you, I mean, getting... you can tell them that that's what's going to happen, right? Um, right. But, like, but how they do they miss that or something. Well, yeah, question but is. It's interesting thought. The form, what does it mean to publish a form, right? Without that, they, they get to preview it, I guess. But they don't get to, it's not live. They can't link yeah. to it. So actually, just to it. get kind of like, the, the plan that we have right now is like is about all these different things relating mm -hmm. to actually trying reform because we realized that there's a ton of ways where we limit how p we limit people in trying the product like for example they can't publish the form a lot of people want to see the actual form like they can preview it they can you know they can see it in the form builder but they they want to see the form they want to submit it they want to set up some integrations and see what happens when they make a submission and stuff like that and mm. they can't do that right now so a lot of the things we're going to be focused on in the first uh, few months we're going to do um base camp shape up so uh, and we've done that historically with two week cycles but we're going to do actual six week cycles and uh, two week cooldowns so in the first six week weeks our focus is very much on like the whole like getting started experience so showcasing the form builder make it remove friction in like seeing the form playing around with the form getting yeah. a few uh, responses seeing how those responses look maybe hook it up to some integration all this stuff mm -hmm. and it's it, it it won't take very much like the only Right now, you, you can actually set up an integration. But the thing is, if you can't publish your form, you won't get any submissions coming through. So you won't really see if that integration works the way you intended yeah. it to work. Right. You can't really embed the form on your website to see how it looks. Like There's just a lot of things you can't do right now before you put it in your credit card. And so we're artificially limiting people from playing around with the tool. So. Yeah, we have and that's a lot of my, work there that we wanted to. Yeah, that's where my silly, you know, or my from the hip suggestion was is like, how far yeah. down the activation path can right. you delay asking for that payment information while still yeah. being fair to yourself and yeah. getting paid for value? I think the way we're going to yeah. do it right now is basically we're going to let people publish the form, not publish it, but preview it 
in it so when they're logged in they can see the form and they can submit the form oh, and smart. do all the things you can normally but they can't yeah. send it to someone and get a submission okay cool so they get to do all the work basically but the they only... don't get to reap any benefits yeah the 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 thing that came to my mind was if somebody is hesitant about paying or subscribing right because they're not sure if anyone's going to use it yeah. right like what if i create yeah. this and like nobody fills it out or whatever the only that's yeah. the only example where like either a free plan or some kind of yeah you know, i think the next buy now pay later there is, option <laughs> i think the next step there is going to be a free plan yeah that makes sense but i just i just think there there's some things there's a lot to of figure out first sure yeah sure yeah and i think and the free plan considerations like, and stuff like that yeah 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 not to be done lightly but that's that's awesome man you uh you have, have a, a plan. Working, you have a working business and you just need to optimize it now <laughs> yeah i mean I listened you need to a lot of distribution like recently me. to the, the old podcast with the Ruben and Rob and started for the rest of us from like oh, 2015 yeah. or something where they talk about plateaus plateaus. Yeah. And, 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 and Ruben is like most early, very early stage SaaS. Like they say they've hit a plateau, but they haven't actually hit a plateau. They just haven't really gotten started. Mm. But I think we have gotten started. Like we have like 120 paying customers right now. Yeah. And like we just literally have hit a plateau <laughs> like with the numbers yeah we just you know we have 120 customers and when we lose some uh we get a few more <laughs> and when we get a few more we lose some more so yeah, yeah. it's like a cardboard box with like a line of people and yeah. they go out one end and they come in the other at the same rate yeah <laughs> so it's like lemmings like, <laughs> this is yeah it's like the people in the box right now is our customer base. Oh, there goes one. Here comes one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And 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 in December, I think we grew two percent. And and one of my investors in my to when he he replied to my investor update and was like, growing two percent is not a plateau in my book. Like that's still growth. And but I think the thing that he might be missing is like it it's probably minus two next month and then plus two and then minus two. It's like it's not two percent stable growth like it is actually a plateau mm. yeah yeah and again you know i i'll say this in the mastermind in a few minutes but because uh, i always think of this when we get together like all of our products have such giant addressable markets like we're going right. after millions of potential users that <clears throat> focusing on top of funnel feels smart uh, and yeah, yeah. look forward to hacking through this with you. And and any working channel would get us to the next plateau. Right. Which if, is... we just, if we could just add like a little source of something on top of this, it would move again. Then it would stop at some point. But mm -hmm. so there is something working. It's just, uh, yeah. I mean, we could also fix the leaking pocket. But as I said, like, it's not worth it right now. Yeah. Right. And actually, just to be completely blunt, like Bjorn and I, we've treated this business as an experiment since day one. And like, mm -hmm. we've had like a very honest conversation about like, like what, how we think about working on reform, let's say in six months, if we're still at this plateau, like, um, so like, we need to see, we need we don't need to change the world. Like we know we don't need to be like 
you know, profitable and, and everything like in, in a short time frame, but we need to see, we need to be able to put in some different numbers in summit, uh, and yeah. see a different result. Right. Um, yeah. So it's not about, you know, it's not about the end result right now. It's more about like seeing the, the chart go a little yeah. bit more up and to the right than it is right, right now. That's right. And, Progress. Uh, and that's the goal for the next. So we've kind of, we've planned six, uh, shape up cycles of two mm -hmm. months, basically. So six cool. months, uh, three, sorry, did I say th six, three. So six months, basically until the summer, okay. we have a, a rough plan. Nice. And, uh, we need to see results and I'm sure I, we will. I, I had a plan that kind of went out that far and I realized it's was based on a very different velocity. <laughs> than, than yeah. what we're I mean, out. the only, so the plan for the next two months is like a document and the plan for the following two cycles sure, is, is more like, like a sentence. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's, that's smart. Yeah. A, a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. The, and uh, the, the fidelity of the plan and the distance, the horizon of it should be inversely correlated. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess this was a very long way to say that people should go vote for us in the Golden yeah. Key Awards so we That's can right. break through of a plateau, find the vote next for one. Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, awesome. like one thing I tweeted the other day, just before we stop, like I, I added uh, before Christmas, I added a how did you hear about reform? question just free form to our onboarding survey which is a reform as well of course mm -hmm. and i'm getting several different answers every day like different podcasts i was on twitter product hunt uh like articles interviews i did stuff like that and starting to work it's really exciting that's cool that's yeah it's starting to starting to put down starting to put down little roots a little working. bit of in investments here and there that's right well, cool, man. Sweet. Good to. I'll talk to you in five minutes. Talk to you then. Coffee break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bye talk to you later. Bye. Bye.